A galactic civil war spreads across the sun. From the height of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa. To fight the evil empire for people join the fray. These are the heroes of the Hydean Welcome way. to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight game Star Wars RPG line. Currently, our story is Friends Like These, and it can be found as a standalone module. This is Act 4, Episode 14, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Hi there, I'm Christine, and I play Captain Nima Ptolemy, the Miriolan commander tactician of the team, who spent a little bit of time away from her team, maybe protecting her fiancé instead of keeping a lookout like she was supposed to. I never said I was perfect. And I'm Leslie, who plays Kith, who is saboteur mechanic and is completely perfect. Hello, my name is Iroh, and today I will be playing the role of Matu Ordo. I believe he is some kind of warrior, which is a good thing. I think, unless his heart is full of turmoil. Don't have a heart full of turmoil. So, to get to know our characters a little bit better, I ask a question of them, of one of them, at the start of every episode. It's kind of worked out well so far. This time, it is going to be of Matu, with an Imperial captain looking out the top of an ATST. Do you expect your squad to survive this encounter? I mean, it's just one ATST. I'm already ruined one of those earlier today. On accident, I might remind you. So, yes, we will survive this particular encounter, whether we survive the entirety of the battle. I'm not exactly sure. You know, when I originally had the vision directed by Master Plo, Amp was in it, and uh, he's not here. So I'm not exactly sure what that means for the rest of the vision. All I know is, at this point, there's no second-guessing any direction or any path we've chosen. We just have to finish it to the end. All right, and to get a recap to bring everyone up to speed for where we currently are, I shall tap Kith. So, because, you know, Matu and I work so well together when he's throwing me around, we went on an adventure to blow things up, because that's what we do in battles. We climbed this ATTE. Uh, we climbed this ATTE and found a working gun. Unfortunately, we also found a working battle droid that then, you know, tried to kill you. That's what it does. Um, we took it out. Uh, got the gun working, shot twice, I kind of whiffed, but I totally set it up for Matu to hit. I just want to say that it was, it was my help. He, he got it, but you know, it's team effort. Um, and then they blew it up after we, we shot the, the ATST and it didn't end great for us, but maybe because our captain had kind of disappeared i mean i don't know what she was up to but she was i'm sorry she was keeping an eye out on us and then you know she was gone but then she showed up again at the end and now we're all together so we're facing down a chicken walker full of mustachioed villainy and 
it's going to be interesting. Hopefully in a good way. So, on one side of this corridor of trash Clone Wars era equipment, you've got Kith and Matu standing next to the flaming wreckage of a clone walker. And standing pretty close to them is this ATSD, the wonderful chicken walker. Completely on the other side of it is Nemo, who has shown up into the battle just kind of, shall we say, a tiny bit late. But I brought help because I have one of the load lifters is how I got over here so fast. Mm-hmm. On his repulsor skates. W- holding, I believe, one of the missile tubes from my dark trooper. Or one of the cannons. One, one of the weapons. I can't remember which. And speaking of troopers... Off to the north-northwest, you can see, just off in the distance, a group of Stormtrooper reinforcements um, marching this way at a quick pace. But before anyone can get going, I do want to get us with a Destiny pool, and probably also doing the duty thing would be good. And our final pool is three dark side points and two light what side points. What did you points. two do? Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> Pete's sake. <laughs> that's, that's only. That's actually. I accidentally rolled two force dice because <laughs> I, I always roll two force Just dice. Habit S- man. Sorry, it should only be two dark side points and two light side points. Leslie has balanced us out. I bring balance to many things, much to the surprise of my family. Okay, and for duty, Ooh, that right. is Little Miss Sabotage. Dude! Yep. And our final duty goes to Kith. The rest of us get a wound. Woohoo! But, but in the good way. <laughs> so, yeah, standing there between uh, the two sides is a fairly tall chicken walker. These things are in the neighborhood of about like three, four stories tall, maybe more. And on the very top, Matu and Kith can see this English fairy, like, not so much English, but a guy who's trying desperately to be, like, 1920s English. Aristocracy? Oh, yes. Like, has the waxed mustache into these little curls? Looking down with that giant sort of bucket helmet that the Imperial Army wears, and has the gray suit of a captain with the plasteel armor that goes over it. It almost looks like this just came straight out of a display case as he's looking down and he's pointing at Matu and Kith reaches up to his mustache, pulls it and it curls right back. That's not natural. I am <laughs> pulling off my helmet because it's the end of the movie so I gotta take my helmet off. Shakes out the wolf tail. <laughs> the helmet looks pretty dented so it's obscuring Matu's view. He throws it to the side Unslings his blaster rifle, also tosses that to the side. Draws his sword. Do you ever get the feeling that sometimes you're just some sort of physical manifestation of good? That you're the light fighting the darkness, and it doesn't really matter what shape you take. It's just no matter what happens, you're going to have to clash against that darkness. Uh... No? Just me? I think so. Amp Amp might have been able to chime in on that one. Uh, not necessarily helpfully, but right. I, I think for now it's just you, buddy. Pat, pat. And I'm still, I'm separated from them, right? I'm the other side. 
you're at medium range to the ATST just by the nature of how this entire junk heap is in lanes. So you can get to be medium range to them without really seeing it until you get through one of these crossways. Okay, so yeah, I don't even know yet, so I'm just continuing on my way. I was just double-checking before. I'm just weirdly quiet during this whole, you know, scene between Mato and Kip. <laughs> yeah, they're at pretty much long range to you on the other side of the ATST. Final Force 4C time. I won't say final. It might not be the last one, but we're going to use it anyway. Um, I just want to use one strain worth. I just want to verify that I should kill this guy. <laughs> like, that killing this waxy mustache bro is going to be beneficial for the overall battle. I like that as the technical term. He is now officially in forever waxy mustache bro. A.K.A. the mustache twirling villain. Literally. Mustachioed villainy. His mustache is self-twirling. Matu, as you're going into the future, like physically you're just sort of staring off into the middle distance, what you see is... You're not quite sure if it's five minutes in the future or five years, but you're seeing the wreckage of this ATST. It's fallen, the back of it's been blown off. You can see the ruins of a few dark troopers laying next to it. Some punch, some slice, some half there looking like they've been exploded. And you're standing there with your vibro sword out. It's pointing at the throat of this strial that is laying before you, looking up kind of kind of like any sort of pinned dog with as close to puppy dog eyes that a hunting Mandalorian dog could. Trying to play on your heartstrings, you lift the sword a tiny bit, and it leaps out to try and bite at your hand. And the vision ends with you... And swiping at it with your sword. Yeah, that's definitely the guy I gotta get. Um, what's my range band? Physically from him, I actually would call it long. It's essentially medium to the foot of the thing and then medium up. And it just doesn't feel right to call that just medium. And what's the range band of these incoming troopers? They're currently at extreme. Though there is a giant one there that might be able to pull off an extreme shot. All right, Kith. We need to somehow either buckle down here until it's close enough where I can make a jump, or we have to disable that walker. Ideas? Well, the one leg's already broken. Can we see how badly it's broken? Because you said it stopped last time. So the two of you are standing there. It's taken a hit into its portion underneath the where the head turns into kind of the engine compartment. The leg itself is, looks like it's frozen in its stationary spot that one of the legs looks like it's good for moving, the other one looks like it's mostly frozen, and if anything, it actually looks like it's turned slightly out of true forward, that if it moved, it would probably have to try and drag. But it does look stable right now. Alright, so here's what I'm thinking. Because I don't want to wait for them to get here, because if they get here, the other guys will get here too. I vote we take the speeder bike and go that go to them. All right, you fly. I'll jump up from behind. That's going to be my thought. Do you want me to focus on the troops or on disabling the the ATST, even if you're in it? No, make a pass at the troops. 
if I can't disable this uh, walker, it's better if you're farther away. That way you can go in from its rear arc so it can't fire at you. Then run in with Mima. I don't even know where she is. Where are you? I'm on my way to, over to your last location. Are you still at the walker? Well, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. What do you mean you're not there yet? I'm sorry. We were, we were shooting things with it. Well, we were shooting it with things. What? Just get here. What are you talking about? You're not Did helping. You ma- are you at the ATTE or not? Oh, well, yeah, we're at the ATTE. I thought you were talking about the ATST. That's where we're headed. We'll see you there. <laughs> what ATST? And please tell me that's when my load lifter rounds the corner and I see it. <laughs> yeah, this is where the load lifter, as he's sort of doing the hover roller skating, rounds the corner and you can see this ATST still bearing down on Kith and Matu. Okay. Ben? I know I grabbed something from a dark trooper. Was it and the missile tube or the cannon? I was thinking that it was the auto cannon. Sorry. The plasma shell assault cannon. Okay. When I see this walker, and I see it bearing down on my team, I order the low lifter to stop, and I'm going to clamber down, and I want to see if I can't direct this cannon at the walker and find a means to fire it. Nima doesn't know if this thing requires power or not, but she's going to Try to fumble her way through this. Okay, so Nima's going to be attempting to fire the uh, assault cannon at the walker? Yep. Alright, so as Mato and Kith are getting on the speeder bike and getting it going again, there's Nima, unbeknownst to them, trying to do this, and... Okay, it's at medium range to you. Oh, it is a gunnery weapon. It can have auto fire attached to it, and it is inaccurate once, so a setback. Okay. All right. First, I have a question. So it's at medium range. However, an ATST is several silhouettes bigger than me. That's only two. But isn't that enough that doesn't that lower the difficulty? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. As I say, it's only two. It's only downgraded or sorry, decreased once. It's like a rancor. Okay. Well, like that small rancors. It's like a rancor. Is that supposed to be comforting? All right. Uh, Ben, I am going to take two strain to double aim. I'm going to, I flipped a destiny point where Nima's really, really focusing on this shot or at least giving the um, the walker something else to think about. And Ben, just for you, I'm going to auto fire. Thank you. I think then that makes my difficulty is two purple and the setback for inaccurate. Yep, that sounds right. Okay, and I've got two green, a yellow, and two blue in my pool. So uh, let's see how this goes. Uh, No successes, but I have two advantages. So what I think happens here is Nima's not very good with this thing. She's never fired a weapon this big before. She's not trained in gunnery. And she's just starts like depressing the, it's not even a trigger. It's just like a button on it. Because originally this thing was meant to be, you know, installed in a droid. Mm Mm-hmm. And the cannon just starts firing wildly because it is the auto fire that kept me from hitting. Mm-hmm. And just is spraying uh, blaster fire all across that region. And the couple of like shots that do hit the walker are hitting it in the more heavily armored section. So it just doesn't cause any real damage. Uh, the two advantages, though, um, it is taken notice of me. 
They the little speeder bike doesn't have really anything that can hurt them. A cannon like this could if if she were to hit it right. Okay, so as this goes off, one of the blaster bolts goes uh, sailing over the top of it, and then Matto and Gith can kind of see as they're still sort of scrambling onto the uh, speeder bike. This somewhat short person pushes himself up using the handholds around the top hatch of the ATST. Looks around the back and says, By Coruscant, what is, what are you doing back there? And it's with that, I'm kind of thinking that he will then drop down into the actual head of the ATST and pull the hatch closed. Well, that's annoying. Do you want to enter some kind of initiative? Yeah, that probably would be a good idea. What are we rolling? Uh, it's at least probably vigilance for me because I didn't know what I was coming into. Yeah, for you it's vigilance. For Matu and Kith, I'm kind of thinking it's your choice. It's the same thing either way for me. Depending on what Ben rolls, I reserve the right to use my rapid reaction. I don't think disgusting, I'll need it. Disgusting, but... disgusting. Hey, I didn't even I didn't even re- uh, reach the really cool initiative uh, talents for the Vanguard. I could do a lot worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, just after that, I'm going to go ahead. I will spend my rapid reaction just that way. I'm a five point two, and I make myself feel a little bit better. What just happened? Uh, ben rolled really, really well on initiative. I see that part. That was a pair of stormtroopers. I accidentally left the force dice in. That makes me feel slightly better, but not really a lot better at all. They are the two like most on the ball stormtroopers that ever troopered. That that's that's more what I expect. Five successes, no. At least the five successes are on initiative and not like six. Oh, yeah, it's six. 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 So sadly, sadly, my five point two is still behind that now. But way it sits right now is we've got one NPC, two PCs. An NPC and a PC. Okay, so who's acting first, Ben? The ATST is positioned wrong to be trying to shoot at Nima and the Magic Mike bot. It's sort of a target of opportunity. In front of it is the speeder bike. They know it's damaged, they figure they're only going to be able to turn a quarter, so they start trying to drag and turn itself, but They're wanting to give a sort of parting shot to the speeder bike before it goes off. In that case, could my two advantages give them a setback die since they're not targeting me? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Are we like facing head on? Because weren't we kind of behind the ATTE wreck or to one side of it or something? Okay, so I'm giving you a cover for that. I'm giving you a cover or I'm giving you a setback because of uh, Nima and they're being distracted. And it's just the minging group in control as, yeah, they're trying to shuffle and turn and it's taking them longer to turn around than they would normally hope. Then that would be at close range, but this is vehicle to vehicle, so it's too purple anyway because it's only going down one size. And then they're going to attempt to hit. Wow. And they fail. Okay. (sighs) And I gotta say, yeah, the cover, the distraction, everything just kind of showed up. Yeah, it looks like it was just sort of the the range is what really just impeded them. 
where they were trying to turn and fire and just couldn't like line up the shot on the bike yeah, quick enough. Too much was going on. All right, and now we have two PCs. Well, um, since we need to get in there, I would assume that I should take uh, first slot to drive us in. Okay. Close the distance. How much will that take? That'll essentially be a maneuver. Because I, my turn would effectively be split if I drive in and let Matu get off and then do something else. I. The way that we could look at it is you're doing the piloting to sort of pull a U-turn or going around the... ETST and then kicking off almost directly behind it because of how it's now turning to try and face Nima and heading off towards the oncoming stormtroopers. And that could be your piloting thing, and Matu's just jumping off at a particular moment in there. Okay, and one other question. What is actually the chicken walker? Is it by itself? Currently, yes, but there's a bunch of stormtroopers that are trying to make as best time as they can to get to it. But they're at extreme? Yeah, so they're about three rounds away. Although if you move up to the walker, they'll be a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah. One nice thing to uh, to keep in mind, like if you, even if you're, you're using a maneuver to close on the walker, that doesn't mean like you're ending your turn parked. You know, narratively speaking, you might still be like, you know, riding around that area, yeah. even if you haven't had an opportunity to break away yet. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and fly in. Okay. It is a pilot planetary check. It is one purple, one red. With a boost due to handling. Oh, why does there have to be a red in there? Because Star Wars is hard. Well, I've got three green going for piloting planetary against a purple and a red. And I got one success. And I will take that one success and go... And uh, deposit my enraged Mando... Uh, at the base of a, a chicken walker. Whatever you do, don't give up. Jump. Oh, I'm totally not going to listen to him, am I? You're going to give up? Never give up. Never surrender. Always take a valid chance if I'm allowed to, uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing does still have guns. Roll a bad motivator check. All right. Bad <laughs> motivator also works. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> it's a dream. So bad motivator. What are you going to do to me? Well, I've got these three dark side points. I kind of yeah, need to yeah, use yeah. one. I know people are calling me mean for this, but yeah, I just like reds. No, it's the ebb and flow of the force. See, that's how I think of it. You, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing like waving motions. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. It's like my happy dance. You can't hear it, but you know it's here. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's four, four yellow, two purple, one red. And it is... It's a wild success. I'm not even going to roll. It's going to be a wild success, right? Sweet! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so so, so it's a wild get? success. I got a triumph. And it's uncancelled because there's a success sitting right next to it. And then there's a threat. But we're not worried about that. So what did Kith do here? Well, I'm thinking... I can't be related to the drive, can it? Sure, why not? Okay, so I'm thinking we 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 pulled a a, a Raimi. You know how he hit that <laughs> that little kind of hummock on the land and got some air. We got a little bit of air, and as Matu jumped off, Kith took the moment. Um, like he's saying, you know, whatever you do, don't give up. And Kith's like, yeah, whatever. And 
Because it worked so well last time, she throws her new pry bar away <laughs> directly up into the the area where the the other the good leg joins the head and and manages to find it like just in a crack. And I don't want it to explode dramatically or anything. That would be too much because also, you know, I'm directly under it and Matu is jumping at it. So I'm thinking what happens is the pry bar goes up and gets caught as it's trying to turn. And you know that, that sound that as things try and turn and they can't do it? it? It happens like three times and then something inside starts to smoke. And then something else inside starts to smoke and the smoke is pouring out of all the little cracks and chinks of it. And everybody aboard will have to abandon ship. Okay. I like that. Also, the walker is useless, for the moment at least. I have a description for how it will continue on, but that will be on an NPC's turn. Okay. That brings us to a PC's slot. Hibbity hop! Dang it! Wow. This is killing me. Oh, I've rolled nothing but dark side points every single Do you have any time. strain you can take? Oh, yeah. yeah. Got strain, but... Last session was okay. pretty much meant to recover strain. The episode. <laughs> or the episode where Matu feels slightly better. Whoosh. Land. All right. I'm going to give you one chance to give up everything right now or I'm killing you. Are you wanting to do a coercion check? No, that would be lame. So he's <laughs> okay. just saying that. And then, uh... <laughs> it worked so well, though, on Kowak. It was insane. No, I'm, no it's I'm fine. Go totally ahead. totally okay with it not. You're so epic, Matu. I don't have the wound to risk it, so I'm going to just chop him. Okay, so what are you doing up there? So I leap up. You got one chance to give up before I kill you. You know what? Never mind. Slash. He had ducked back inside. He's about to say everybody's inside. For crying out loud. All right. Maybe you should just lock I'm it. Picking, I'm picking <laughs> so him up with the force. And bashing him around. God <laughs> like you dang it. Shake your egg. <laughs> Two more dark side points. <laughs> Oh, wow, these dice are trolling yeah. you hard tonight. Okay, I'm going to use it anyway. I'm picking them up. Whoosh. Okay, and what are you doing with them? Um, uh, it depends on what you let me do with them. If you, want me, if you let me just drop them over the edge, I'll do that. If not, I'll just deposit him on the top of the, uh, the walker. No, I'm going with that. It would be the entire motion of, like, Matthew ripping the uh, hatch open reaching down with his hand, grasping it, kind of, in this case, almost invader-like fashion, and yanking him up, causing him to plant on the top of the ATSD as it starts to fall forward, that now both of its legs are toast, the uh, neck joint is gone, and it's slowly collapsing forward because the motors are no longer functioning. Uh, okay. Do I have to do something as it falls or are we gonna slice that into another turn i'm liking slicing that into another turn okay then we have the mustachioed marvel that is nervy oh it's you i remember seeing you on the holovid or on the holocams you were aboard my ship yeah where's my droid oh your droid that was a fun few minutes. Anyway. This guy's gotta die. 
At this point, the head of the ATSD has started to crumble forward. Almost like anyone who's tried to build the um, thing for Legion. They can be stable, but they can also be somewhat head-heavy. So, I'm shocked. That's <laughs> yeah, what happens when you only dry fit it. So, what he is going to do is attempt to fall to the top and ride this and, like, essentially trying to, yeah, he's trying to slide and get down off of the top as it comes crashing down. He wants to surf it down. Pretty much. Now, I'm going to use that because, well, I want at least a chance of a triumph. This, I already said, was a medium distance, so at least for him it makes sense for these. Unhighlight that. Still going to be tossing those in because it makes sense. There's smoke pouring out everywhere. <sighs> yeah, but this is sort of on the top. and Okay, fine. It's, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be doing an athletics check difficulty of two green, one yellow against two red. And he's using... Well, let's see what actually comes up. Ha! Son of a motherless goat. And he's using the dark side point to cancel one of the threat. It's disgusting. Chris, he's taken your set or uh, your set by. He's taken your light side points, mm. <laughs> which works as well for him <laughs> as your dark side points. So what's happening here with uh, that threat and that triumph? Okay, well, you'll get to decide the threat because bad guy. It's like advantage. You get to decide that. On the other hand, he gets one success, one triumph, and after the cancellation from the dark side point, one threat. So I'm going with he's actually able to successfully land on the, like, as this thing is falling, he's, he doesn't look like that much of a combat type person. He really, really doesn't. But he looks like he definitely has his wits about him. And as it's going down, he knows exactly where to step. And almost as everything hits, he jumps and is able to roll. And he doesn't actually hit anything. He comes up standing. At I'm going with short range from where everything else is. We'll deal with Mantu getting off at the end of the round. And yeah, he's standing up. The I'm not quite sure what to do with the triumph form. Or, actually, no, that sounds like a good enough thing for the triumph. He survives, and he doesn't take any damage. And he looks really cool doing it. Surprisingly cool for a rat-faced guy like him. Until the walker face plants in front of him and kicks up a cloud of dust and fills his mouth with sand. His face was sand. Causing him to, uh, to cough a bunch. Take a strain. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Your mustache is out of place. Be strained. So, yeah, there's this rat-faced Imperial captain standing, covered in the dust that the Imperial walker kicked up as it almost did a full somersault as it collapsed because of the damage that Matu and Kith had done. And then we have Nima. Well, there's a bunch of smoke coming out of that ATST. Mm -hmm. So, um, Nima couldn't see like the bottom half of the ATST, so she just silently like pats herself on the back for some well placed shots. <laughs> Raimi takes credit for the fortress. Nima's gonna take credit for this. 
so with one of my maneuvers, I'm going to uh, cr- like crawl back into the low lifter's arms, and I'm going to direct it towards the walker. I don't. Ha- Do you want to resolve its movement on my turn? For the load lifter, yes. I'm just sort of figuring at this point it's pretty much an extension of if you say go that way, it will then skate over in that direction. Now we did. I forget if it was with advantages or a triumph. I do remember that whatever like extra benefit I got was that this was a fast load lifter. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how close can it get me to the action on this turn uh, with its maneuver? I think it should be able to get you to the action. Okay. So I'm getting, you know, I'm arriving at the base of the AT- of the smoking ATST. Nervy's on the ground. How close are these? St- Stormtroopers from this position. Uh, they are currently at long range. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, Nervy doesn't look like that big of a threat to me right now. Also, I don't want to r- ruin Matu's big moment of a confrontation. Uh, so I'm actually going to direct this cannon towards these stormtroopers and fire. Okay, absolutely. I don't expect this to work because they're very far away and I am very untrained. Uh, you know what? I'm going to auto-fire because uh, I'm probably not going to hit anyway. And if I do with enough advantages, it will be hilarious. All right. And because I've got so many of them, I've got to toss in. I got to use one of the destiny points to kick it up to three purple and one red because you're auto-firing. Okay. Uh, in that case, too, I will go ahead and I will spend a destiny point to intense presence to get back four strain. So I'm looking at three green versus three purple, a red and a black. And I I got a failure and one advantage. So, again, not hitting anything. However, I am uh, Nima's sudden appearance and the the unusual sight of this low lifter with this big cannon is uh, and providing covering fire is going to provide a boost to the next ally to go. Cool. The cavalry has arrived. Very odd cavalry. Pretty much, pretty much. So, I said we'd take care of the crumbling ETST for Matu at the end of the round. It's now the end of the round. The stormtroopers are making as fast as they can to, like, they've, essentially, all of them have double moved. So, they're at long range now. And, yeah, there's this crashing ETST that actually makes a huge amount of sense for it being a two red athletics check. Alrighty. Yellow, four green, two blue, two force dice for whatever good that will do, and two red. Hoorah! All right, finally, getting somewhere. Two successes, <laughs> two threat, a dark and a light. I'll use a light to cancel a threat. So I got two success, one threat. He gets hit in the face by the same sand. Well, how does that look? So as um, Nervy is doing his, like, uh, Jack Sparrow calm, you know, Oh yeah, that that sums it up perfect. The the falling craft step. Matu does a much more dramatic tuck and roll maneuver. He manages to avoid the uh, the spray of uh, exploding sand and dirt and grit. But what the heck? It's the final confrontation. He loses his sword in the tumble, and it is now standing between them, equidistant, with the hilt up. Like, taunting them. Like, whoever grabs me first gets to do the stabbing. You know, 
You don't look much like the ground type, buddy. And he's just standing there, like, if it wasn't for the dust that the ATSD kicked up, yeah, he wouldn't even have noticed this. The dust sort of billowing over him, and he has to cough. And he's looking at you, hands clasped behind his back, just sort of smirking. And... What was that? That was the pilots. The stormtroopers have to roll the athletics to also... Was that getting him out of the stupid thing? <laughs> they got oh, no. out, but something bad happened to them in the process. Well, no. The thing is, is that they survived the fall. I don't know that they actually get out. <laughs> and for what everyone listening is, the pilots of the ATSD also did have to make the athletics check. Amazing enough, stormtroopers are trained in athletics, so they got a two green, a yellow against two red. Well, the red finally showed up for someone. And they got one success, two advantage, and a despair. I'm thinking they, they survived the fall, and they have that moment, really like that scene in the cabin where they're like, oh, we, we survived. And that's when the fire starts in the cabin. <laughs> oh, that totally makes sense. No, it does. All right, that brings us to the top of the round. So we've got an NPC... Two PCs, an NPC, and a PC to go. We have Nima close up to the side of the wreckage. We've got Kith on the uh, speeder bike, sort of right next to where the ATSD crumpled over. We've got this dual situation going on between Nervi and Matu, the sword sticking up out of the ground right next to are right between them. And you hear Nervy just sigh, roll his eyes, and go, What are you doing? Kill him! At which point the stormtroopers attempt to uh, shove their way forward, open the hatch, and try and shoot Matu with their blaster rifles. That's going to be really hard to do with all that fire and, and crushed And the metal. dust cloud that got kicked up, and... Yeah, the visibility can't be great. Okay, fire, I'm going with a setback. Dust cloud, I'm going with a setback. Though, don't forget, environmental things also affect you guys. The fire did come from a despair, so wouldn't that be an upgrade? Fair enough, fair enough. Ooh. On the other hand, the dust cloud is just very cinematic. All right, and I just feel that I really should, because they're doing this at the behest of their uh, captain to try and protect him. So they're at short range. They have that thing open. I'm still tossing a second setback on account of them having to do so much. And them attempting to shoot at Matu. Huh. They are very persevering stormtroopers. I am actually a little shocked. So it was one green, two yellow against a red and two setback. The red came up with a failure. The two setback came up with a failure. They still hit. Each. Amazingly enough, they're able, with everything going on, like the hatch coming down on them, the fire licking at their heels in the laminate armor, and the dust obscuring everything, they're still able to make out the silhouette of the Mandalorian and shoot him. And they do... That's oh, a stormtrooper. So they do a, the standard stormtrooper thing of, with one success, ten damage to Matu. I'm still up. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know if you would be after taking another hit. 
I can't take another right. one, but... Are, are you only standing because of the duty? No. No, I'm 18 okay. out of 25. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that did three damage. Yeah, and that's the entire reason why I never feel bad. On the other hand, it's a standard stormtrooper shot, so it's three crit. So what I'm thinking of doing is actually this kind of off-balances Matu, so he's going to get a setback on his roll. Okay. And flip one of these Black Destiny points, because, well, that one's obvious. Okay, let's see. Nervy hasn't taken any damage Decisions, decisions. I still think it's most dramatically appropriate if you're going after Nervy. Kith has... I, I Kith has grenades now, I know. Oh, I'm not worried about the Stormtrooper. I'm just trying to figure out how to go after Nervy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it's just going with Nervy at the end. So if the rest of you are going after the Stormtroopers, one does have a weaponry on the... Oh, yeah. Kith has weaponry on the speeder bike, which is still active. You know, the, like, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi type stuff. And then we've got Nima with the autocannon that could be shot over to him as she's bouncing around on the uh, back of this load lifter that's skating around. Autocannons are for stormtroopers in mass. Not anywhere near where your teammates are. <laughs> Since there's a lot of red happening on this field right now. This field of dice yes. battle. And uh, I don't have any trap cards activated. Uh, Okay, so I'm in short range, I assume. Uh, to Nervy, yeah, I'm going with your intro range. Just punch him in the face. So Matu is buckled under the blaster shot. He's kneeling down. His vision blurs for a second. He's under a lot of pain. Only the drugs from the stim packs are basically keeping him up at this point. He clenches his fingers in the ash and dirt beneath his feet. He looks up at this arrogant imperial bastard who despite everything, seems to act like he's in complete control of the situation. Nothing could be more symbolic or emblematic of the Imperial attitude. His sword is between him and his enemy, and he's thinking of the laugh he gave when he talked about Amp, and he tries to take a a breath, and he's like... (sighs) He looks up at Nervy. He's just smirking at him. Do you know who I am? Some Mandalorian wannabe? I am Mandalorian. Matu Ordo. From the clan Ordo. Gets up. This is the sword of my father. And his father's father. And the fathers of a thousand Mandalorians. It has tasted the blood of Jedi. It has slain Sith. And today... It will cut off the head of the Empire! Oh, my head. Uh, is there any defense? <laughs> yeah, and this would either be the really really appropriate moment for either Matu to kill him or Matu to get shot. <laughs> A, uh, he technically has no defense, though you do get the setback from the shot. He does have Adversary 2, and I'm using a Dark Destiny point. Okay, there we go. So that would toss it to, like, one purple and two red and a setback. Uh, I am going to use Touch of Fate to give myself two blue. So three yellow, two green, two blue, one purple, one, uh, two red, one black. Ha! There Whoa. we go. For the listeners, what did you just get? Six successes and two threats. All right. 
So what do you do with that? Uh, what is that? Eight damage plus six, so fourteen damage. Pierce four. I think you impaled him. Yeah, like that. I'm figuring is like the blade going through and out the back, but it is just not enough to kill him. The back of it comes out absolutely coated in blood, and he looks down, grabbing at his stomach, like grabbing at your hand that's up against his armor plate that your hilt is up against, and he's looking at you in the eye, and his knees just give out, dragging down. In his last moments, I lean down and say, Do you ever get the feeling that you're just the embodiment of light and darkness? That you're just some sort of physical manifestation, and that no matter what you do, you're going to be flung against each other to see who wins? Because that's how I feel right now. And today's the day for the light. Pull the sword back out. He'll fall to the ground, gasping. With him attempting to, like, cut one of those off, he did get one for his... Unnatural luck, there are three threat there because of his uh, dark side point. Three threat is a lot. Yeah, that it is. I've got an idea of what that's going to do. That is going to trigger a a wild NPC will go next. What? I'm essentially using that to cause one of them to get in close enough to actually matter. One of them is at medium range now. As all eyes are on Matu, who has run this guy through, he's there on the ground, bleeding out. He's still gasping for air, but you figure that it's just a matter of time. As everyone's eyes are on him, you hear the very mechanical thump of a set of droid feet getting in closer. And as such, one of these big white laminate-covered troopers uh, gets in close and tries to cook off a missile shot at a lid lifter. Okay. Because that seems like a thing to do. Is this a dark trooper? Well, you said white laminate and I thought they were silver, so I was just double checking. Fair enough. Yeah, the deployed ones I'm going with are white laminate as opposed to the security ones. Oh, okay. Thank you. So yes, it gets in closer and tries to shoot a missile at the uh, load lifter, who doesn't really have any defense and is actually kind of huge. Yeah. It was moved up because of Nervi, or Matu, or whatever, so it was technically a free one. So it's aiming, is really what it comes down to, and shooting the load lifter. That can go away because, well, if the guy's dying, you're not really getting unnaturally lucky. So there was four success and one threat on the roll. Considering it is breach 1, damage 20, so that'll be damage 24. I think the load lifter is destroyed. Yeah. The question is, what happens to the Miriolin that was, like, on top of it? That was engaged with it? I said the threat is that the, the load lifter managed to throw her clear. Okay, yeah, that works too. Okay. Now this missile hits, and the top part of the load lifter just explodes... And just the way that, like, the arms go dead, it just kind of, like, chuck Nima down into the dirt as the uh, the repulsor jets. It's sort of, like, floating in the wind 
for a few extra seconds, kind of listing to the side before crashing. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds pretty much perfect. That is the Dark Trooper that is now in range. And now we have two PCs. All right, so Kith, do you want to go or should I go? Well, I mean, Kith's humming around on a, a friggin' speeder bike and you're just chucked face full into the dirt. Yeah, you you also have like cool toys like an armor-piercing grenade. I do, but I also have a weapon mounted on a on a speeder bike. That's true, too. You have lots of toys to play with. <laughs> Why don't you play with one of them? That's at medium range to the guy. It's like, it's too purple to shoot that gun at okay. it. It does have the ability to auto-fire, if you want, which does increase the difficulty by one, making it three purple. But then if you get two successes, or sorry, two advantage, you can then just hit him multiple times. Well, this is a good night for Go Big or Go Home, so she'll take a pot shot. I'm guessing that's gunnery. Yes, it would be. Yeah, I'm going to use one of the light sides if you guys don't mind, because... Go for it. I'm not that impressive. Hey, you can tell I've been using him. Uh, so, two green, one yellow, three purple? Uh, one setback as well. Oh. So, that was a waste of a turn. I didn't even do anything. Cool. Well, what happens with the two advantages? Something still occurred. Kids zipping around the, the, the battlefield. She just saw Matu run up and impale a guy. Um, she also just saw Nima take a graceful landing into uh, the dirt, like so many things seem to be doing right now. And so she's like, well, crap. Matu is in the middle of drama. Nima is on the ground. I might as well shoot something. So she zips in and she gets between her and uh, between the, the, the thing and Nima. And she takes a couple of pot shots. She misses, but what she does it because she's you know she's not used to shooting and flying at the same time. She's not used to actually really either. Um, but she shoots in the the ground in front of the 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 dark trooper. Just it's back to that spray of stuff, but this has some grit in it, and it will uh, kind of lodge in either its visor or its gun, and give it setback the next time. Absolutely, it has to go. Also, she has imposed herself between Nima and the, the Dark Trooper, so it does not have a clear line, unless it moves. Or Nima moves, which okay. is likely. That totally works. So, that brings us to Nima, who is picking herself up from being uh, knocked down. Yeah, she's picking herself back up off the ground, okay. and with quick draw, she activates the shield on her right arm, and uh, looking over top of the... Um, you know, the furred Bothan on the speeder bike at the Dark Trooper. Mm -hmm. um, that is at medium range for me? It is at medium range, yes. So I needed to use a maneuver to stand up. So then I will go ahead and take two strain as I am going to uh, go ahead and draw my Dragoon since the, the auto rifle is somewhere back there in the debris of the low lifter. And uh, I'm going to fire off a shot at the Dark Trooper over top of Kith's head. Oh, thanks. <laughs> By the way, I am I am hovering off of the ground on a speeder bike. I'm not necessarily that short right now. Firing over top of the tiny Bothan's head. Saying that. Jerks. Next character's going to be eight feet tall. Uh, you should do that. Uh, so, <laughs> and then we're going to still make fun of you. 
Um, so the Dark Troopers at medium range, is it an adversary or, do, or does it have any defense? Uh, it is adversary and it does have one defense. Okay. You know what? Again, go big or go home. I will spend a destiny point, which brings my total to four yellow and a boost from the accurate quality of my weapon versus a purple, a red, and a setback. Uh, I can't generate any successes tonight. Oosh. So that's failure with three advantages. Kind of like what happened with the uh, with the walker. Nima's firing. Nima is technically hitting this thing, uh, but actually it is the defense <laughs> that uh, keeps the shot from doing any damage. So her blaster shots are just pinging off this thing, uh, doing no having no real effect. And I got three advantages. What do... How far away from me was Kith? At this point, I'm going with short range. I'm still going to go ahead. This is probably a stupid idea. I'm going to go ahead and spend two advantages for a free maneuver where I am going to uh, close to engage with Kith. Basically, I kind of come up behind the speeder bike and uh, you're hovering a bit off the ground and I just sort of like duck underneath the repulsors. I'm going to come up to try to provide us a little bit of cover with the shield. I'm not planning on staying there, you know. <laughs> well, I will have to deal with that on my turn. Uh, and my last advantage, um, I'm going to pass on a boost to whoever goes next, because I have uh, distracted the load lifter. Dark Trooper. The load lifter? Or, uh, yep. The Dark Trooper. All right. I would say we've Killed distracted everybody at this point. At the end of this, over the, your three comlinks comes Alliance Forces, Defiance in Position. Sensors unable to discriminate Empire and Militia forces. Please advise targeting location. Launching fighters to help clear the skies. As you look up, you can kind of see the somewhat tubular look of a Mon Calamari cruiser in orbit. And you can see the uh, Gladiator Star Destroyer there burning in as it's tumbling next to it. It's really hard to judge distances, but... Yeah, who knows? The gladiator might be coming down. And yeah, you can see, like, a good 50, 100-ish. Really hard to tell the difference of these sort of streaking spears of fire coming towards y'all. Oh my. Uh, are we at the top of the round yet here? Yes, okay. yes we are. Captain, what do we do now? I've killed this guy. Uh, I think this is the part where we regroup and we let the fighters do the rest. Right. Raimi, are you in range with anything? I'm going to go with yes. Yes, he is. But it's going to take him around to get there. Yeah, last I left Raimi, I gave him my electro binoculars and told him to keep keep watch for them. <laughs> Do you have a vehicle? And he tweedles back, affirmative. Yes, yes, he does. Well, come get us because we're going to die in a minute. He tweedles like, yes, he's on his way, but those are astromechs up there. They perfectly shoot things. What do you mean an astromechs up there? What are you talking about? Alliance. They have starfighters. All their starfighters have astromechs. They shoot things perfectly. They just transmitted that they can't tell the difference between allied and enemy forces. I've got an idea. Well, out with it. I don't have any ideas. So, you know how I've been collecting random Imperial helmets? <laughs> uh, would would it be a, a Star Warsian possibility to go ahead and do that that backtrack blast of comms on the Imperials 
to draw fire from our, our allies? Like, sonic signaling? Okay, I could totally see that. Kind of as a contraption type thing. Kind of entirely. That actually does sound hard. Well, contraptions tend to be. In the meantime, uh, Matsu is running away from the smoking and flaming uh, Imperial Walker. <laughs> and he sees a pry bar sticking up the side. He's like, oh. <laughs> Tink, pulls it out. <laughs> you see the dust of a... It looks like an absolutely uh, messed up land speeder uh, coming towards you. You're not even totally sure if it's got a full... Uh, chassis on it. It could just be like a really fast forklift. It's really hard to tell. Don't care. <laughs> but yes, it is coming at y'all. Did you build that? Uh, well, if if Remy's pulling up in that thing, uh, if we're get, if Ram if you having transport, that's when Nima's gonna <sighs> hop onto the back of uh, Kiss speeder bike and say, "Punch it." So, yeah, it's kind of going to be either a uh, piloting to get the heck out of there, or a Either driving or contraptioning. I've got stuff to do. You drive. Fine. <laughs> what are you doing? I just explained it. Were you not listening? No, I was distracted. Stop. Just shut up and drive. <laughs> Look, they are going to light up this entire shut area up and drive. soon. Shut. Stop talking to me. Kit smacks her on the back of the head. Give me a one purple, one red uh, pile planetary check with one boost on account of uh, handling. How bad is your piloting planetary? Uh, I have three green. Well, that sounds familiar. All right. So I've got three green, a boost, purple, and a red. Uh, I'm not going to flip those light side points yet because I think um, I, might, I might get to have them for the contraption. Oh, okay. <laughs> I finally did it, guys. I have a success and four advantages. Woohoo! We we successfully did something. Isn't that nice? Uh, so Kith and Nima have this sort of awkward moment on the speeder bike as we already started moving, and we're gonna switch positions. And when Nima gets uh you know gets a hold of the controls, she just throttles all the way up, and the speeder bike takes off. And we kind of have one of those um like forest moon of endor scenes where like the camera's in front of her face and she's you know taking a lot of turns and stuff among the various ruined machines and the like we have four advantages uh i want to pass on uh some kind of like boost or something to it's a very smooth ride uh to Raimi, um where oh, i'm kind okay. of leading the way paving the the path and he it makes it easier for him okay. to follow that i can kind of see so there would probably be actually only three advantages worth for those two two boosts. So the last advantage is, yep, it's a smooth ride for Kev. All right. I guess I should be contraptioning things. I think the last helmet I technically gave to Nima, but we're just going to take it off of her belt and start working anyway. So you've got a toolbox on, like, as part of your armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the other hand, you're trying to do this while you're on the back of a speeder bike. Now, there's not exactly a huge amount of space here. You're almost using, like, the back of Nima more than the speeder bike, unless you're, like, turned around, in which case I'm still going with, like, two setback on that, and I really feel that I should use the dark side point. I am shocked. I like the idea of, like, Kith is facing Nima, and Nima's piloting, and Kith is using her back as kind of, she's got her elbows kind of propped on, on, her, on her back, and she's, you know, tweaking and... and 
plucking and picking, and she pulls like a little battery or something out of, out of her one of her pockets, and you know all these little bits and bobs, and she's jury rigging them together. And it's definitely very much a hold on to your butts moment. Uh, although she does ignore those setbacks because she is such so she is so focused a gearhead that she just completely shuns those two setbacks, which she was kind enough not to make three. <laughs> and rolls a hard plus check since uh, mm-hmm. somebody flipped the dark side. Ooh. Boo and yeah. You're just a triumph generating machine tonight. Okay, so what was that? As long as I'm not trying to fly anywhere. Okay, so that ended up being with the double destiny. Uh, one green for you. I'm so glad that we used that destiny point for a blank green die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one green, four yellow, two purple, one red. Uh, and that was a triumph, three success, and two threat. <laughs> oh, those threat. Those wacky, yeah. wacky threat. So I'm thinking... Kith gets this, gets it all jammed together, and then instead of actually just pressing the button, she smacks it. Like, you know, it's picture like a tube with a red button on one end. She just kind of smacks it against her thigh to to activate it because the button's kind of stuck. And then all of a sudden there's a... And over the, the calm that I'm using as my my source uh, material, you hear start going off and there's like a weird feedback to it that did the harmonics are just kind of odd just to hear, but that's because it is designed to be picked up on scanners directly. Did you just, did you just mark all of the Imperial targets? I might have. I really hope. Kith kind of, Shakes it nervously. Are you still holding one, though? <laughs> she tosses it over the side. <laughs> GG, everybody. <laughs> what I was figuring is, is that Keith doesn't seem to work on just, like, a helmet. Or a anything. When she went to mess up the comms on the Star Destroyer, she didn't mess up, like, just this small section's comms. She messed up all the comms. So what I'm figuring with, especially considering there's a triumph on the roll, is that it's not, like, yes, the comm thing that she's working on is the impetus to it, but it's the main transmitter back at the Imperial landing facility that's sending off this signal. Ooh. Can, can I throw a quick scene in there? Sure. So we hear the weep, weep. And, you know, as we're driving or flying past uh, these broken bodies and everything, you know, we see our troops in the distance. They've, they've, they've been making their way to cover. We, we hear it coming from some of the other um, remnants on, on the, uh, on the battlefield. And then, Back across the way, you know, Kith kind of looks over her shoulder to where the two troopers, the dark trooper and Nervy were. And you see the two troopers kind of bending over Nervy. And then, you know, there's a quick focus zoom all the way over there. And and they all clutch their heads as the helmet starts going off. And Nervy is just laying there bleeding out. And, you know, he just says, oh, 
No. And then it cuts. It cuts away before he can swear. Do you have the two threat on the roll? Yes. And the... and I'm kind of wanting to do this kind of semi-comedically in how to give Kith two strength. What I'm figuring is as smooth of a ride as Nima has been able to give, it's still not perfectly smooth. And there's Raimi with his forklift. The It's holding up a pallet. There's Matu holding on to like the lifting mechanism as Raimi's going, but not near as fast as the speeder bike. And Nima's going straight back to the uh, landing shaft. I'm trying to get there as quick as possible before bad things happen. It bounces. It kicks, causing Kith <laughs> to bounce off the back of the speeder bike and land on the pallet in front of Raimi's forklift. <laughs> like, landing pretty much at Matu's feet. No, really, you built this, didn't you? <laughs> she kind of just groans, like, why does nothing have seat belts? Because Star Wars! And, yeah, Raimi's here saying, well, he didn't build it, he just had the turbocharger. Good work, buddy. <coughs> Thumbs up. The speeder bike and the forklift come to a stop at the improvised field command uh, post for the defense militia. People are starting to go down the uh, landing shaft in a fairly controlled fashion. The lifts are coming up. People, Squads are loading in and going down. It takes a few moments to get down and then get sent back up. And you can see three of these lifts going. Like one, then the other, then the other. And they're doing this in a very controlled fashion. Then to Nima. I'm going to key my comlink and I'm going to say Defiance, this is Sigma Delta Thresh Actual. Fire mission. Use new beacon, fire for effect. And with that, you start seeing the green turbo lasers of the Defiance start opening up. You can see it starting to come down on the uh, Imperial landing area. First one hits, and you can see when the TIE Reapers just explode up. Even though it's a couple kilometers away, you can see the uh, wings of it go cartwheeling off. And then the next one hits, and you can see a Musbet ammunition store explode. And then again and again. It almost looks like a tube of fire opening up from the Defiance up in orbit, you can barely make out the silhouette and this line of green coming down, just smashing it. And as that happens, a squad of X-Wings comes squeaking over and starting to shoot down TIE Fighters that have been harrying, that have been harrying the troops and trying to do their withdrawal. And they have been taking a shot at the Acclimator, trying to turn it offline. There had been stormtroopers and dark troopers coming in closer and closer, but you see them, as this starts happening, they stop. And the fire starts walking towards the landing shafts. And as it does, you see this like line of just monumental, like, 10-story tall explosions and shafts of dirt getting kicked up. It goes on 
for a seemingly impossibly long time. And it's just these explosions. Even though that they started off kilometers away, you can still hear the explosion and feel it, like shaking the ground. Then all of a sudden, everything goes quiet. And a couple of the Kowakian gladiators, along with a couple of the Mandalorians, go into the last line of stormtroopers that are close to the landing shafts and tear into them. At the end of it, there's a few uh, stormtroopers taken prisoner, but for the majority, for almost the entirety of it, the Imperials have been decimated. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I can be found on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and night with a K. If you want to hear more of me and you like audio drama, super-powered gorillas, and mad scientists, then you should check out the Arrow Girl Adventures over at arrowgirladventures.podbean.com. And I'm Leslie GS. I told you Kith was amazing. Kith, destroyer of comms. I, yeah, you can find me there because I don't do anything else but this show. Well, that was quite the adventure. We should all take a moment to calm down with some nice jasmine tea. And while you are drinking that tea, you can go to Twitter and... Find your inner peace by reading the tweets of Chris Ng at Ng Daydreams. And following that, you can also go to Silhouette Zero, where you will learn that size is not important, as long as your heart is mighty. Am I the only one who really wants to, like, hug Chris when he's doing this voice? Kinda, yeah. I'm sorry, I've got Thumbelina stuck in my head. Because when your heart is full of love, you're nine feet tall. <laughs> nice. All right. We are all on theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Heidian Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Heidian Way. You can drop a holocom to us over at heroes at theheidianway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash way. Or you can donate a coffee to us to us at ko dash. I can't talk. I'm not drunk. <laughs> we promise not to let Christine drink so much before the next recording. Or maybe instead of coffee, a nice jasmine tea. Jasmine tea. It's better than just hot leaf juice. If you want to donate a coffee to us, you can do so over at ko-fi.com slash the Heidian Way. I hate USHs. 600 days we stood at the wall of Ba Sing Se. I was tired. There is no war in Ba Sing Se. My men were tired. Of course we went home. The ATST is positioned wrong to be trying to shoot at Nima and the magic mic bot. The. What? 
Just keep going. Yeah, I could explain it, but it's a long, torturous thing. Um, so, <laughs> Channing Tatum, Jupiter Ascending. The like. Just go. Yeah. Okay. Just, All right. You're not gonna catch me up, man. The... I'm just thinking about beefcake now. What? <laughs> anyway. I hate you all. I'm going to key my comm link, and I'm going to say, Autonomy, this is Sigma Delta Thresh Actual. Um. What? Sorry. Uh, do those defiance instead of autonomy. I was using that as my placeholder. Sorry. Okay. You sent this to me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was before I changed the placeholder. Okay. Sorry. Defiance, this is Sigma Delta Thresh at Defiance, this is Sigma Delta Thes Thesh Actual. Yeah. I can't say it now. Look what you've done to me. <laughs> and I thought that was the one that had too much to drink. Sorry. And yeah, apparently it's Christine tonight. It's a speech therapy kid. I have trouble with <laughs> <Sorry>. words. <laughs>